in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. With me, I have... Dash is Thrakis. Bentley Michaels is Refurian Nightmeadow. Red is Arthur. Caleb is Scory Telbrun. And Milo is Bull. And last we left our adventurers, <laughs> they had uh, finally made their way to the Tower of Chaos... Uh, coming into an encounter with some mercenaries that seem to have uh, taken some contracts from some other uh, Usama soldiers. Let the adventure begin. No timeouts allowed. No timeouts yeah, allowed. What's the no, time what is that thing? beep? Does anybody else hear that beep? It's I like hear, somebody yeah, keeps hear. plugging and unplugging something. It's absolutely anything. your smoke detector in that room out of batteries. No, I'm being serious, guys. Is there, I'm not hearing. It's, I don't it, hear. Beep. I heard it. I heard it last episode, like maybe once or twice, and now I'm hearing it like all the time. I don't hear anything. It's a boop, boop. Oh yeah, I don't hear it. That's really weird because I don't have anything that. I mean, I guess it could be. No, I don't have any sounds on. It sounds like you're getting an alert for like social media or Discord or Gmail or something. So... Have you have you checked your butthole? Oh, yeah, sh- no, your, I know, right? No, it's got to be your butthole. I'm on Milo's side. <laughs> oh, here we go. Everyone's getting nude today. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. He's oh, going we're good. deep. He's going arm deep. That was it? We're good. There we go. Cool. Yeah. All getting cut. There was always an the, off button. It's always the butthole. Oh, all right. all getting cut. <laughs> you all are uh, standing in front of the tower. It's on this kind of plateau at the bottom of this hilly kind of sinkhole area that you've been traversing. Um, the tower stretches up about 100 feet. It is made from large uh, stones cut s- smoothly. You don't see any windows. There's a few kind of inset positions higher up on the tower, but one large main door. Uh, some old roots kind of grow near the edge of the base of the tower but have been are withered and grayed and white from time and wind and sand Uh, the doors themselves are kind of this red wood um the redwood material like a painted red and they stand probably about 10 feet high eight feet across double door set uh what do you guys do you said there were roots that come from the tower there's like like old dead wood that seems to have been growing from the base of the tower. Kind of out probably about five feet from the base. Dude, Can I identify where is living in some way? You can try and identify the roots. Ball, what were you trying to say? With a, a nature check story. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if this tower is somehow alive. It seems to have roots like a tree. Well, the mages did do a lot of wonky things. Fourteen. Fourteen. You, t- you take a look at the, the dead branches. You kind of break some of it off, and it just kind of 
comes out in a bunch of pieces, it is hard to identify what it might have been. Um, you can't quite tell what it was. Do I get the feeling that it was originally here and maybe the tower superimposed? It's hard to it's hard to say with with just a nature check. Um, okay. Yeah. Taking a look, uh, it looks like they were they were growing in the the kind of craggy dirt that was here. Okay. You can see you a... see do see that they go they try and like they're they're kind of wedging themselves between the the tower and the soil around. The kind of... uh, can I go try the door? Yeah, you go to you go uh, to the door and it's got these two large handles and you kind of reach out for it and it opens and it's dark inside. No, oh. Mr. Wolf. Um, maybe yeah. we should inspect as much as we can around the outside before we begin to enter. See if there's other entrances or maybe holes that have been created somewhere else. Riff is going to look around the base of the tower to see if she can find any sort of uh, um, uh, markings, like the ones that she etched from the other tower with the scorpions. Okay. As these guys do whatever they want to do, and then she'll go along with them if they enter. Uh okay I I slowly shut the door then I guess and I investigate the base of the tower. Okay. So yeah, the uh you guys that are investigating the the tower, go ahead and give me investigation checks. Yeah, I want to be looking like above and uh around the sides and stuff like that. I'm just going to okay. get a good view of it. Uh I got an 18. 18, pretty good. Natural. 16. 16? Yeah. Oh. What, and ball. Which check? 26. 26. Investigation. Okay. Investigation? We're investigating uh, so hard. Non-natural 20. Okay. Um, no, so yeah, you guys you guys spend 10, 15 minutes uh, taking a look around as best you can, kind of going out to the edge of the plateau, taking a look up as high as you can. Um, you see these, these kind of odd roots around. There's some... Uh, trees that are growing on the plateau a bit. Uh, it looks like it is similar to the trees that are, are growing on this. And again, that same kind of spindly, withered bark. Um, you do notice that there are a few uh, lines that go uh, up along some of the stone and kind of like go back and forth and create a, uh, this kind of like back and forth line up the stone of these runic markings, of these arcane markings. Not the exact same placement as the one you saw before, uh, but definitely the same kind of alphabet being used, the same spellcraft being used. She's gonna she's gonna do another pencil stencil thing of them. Sure. In her, in yeah, her notebook. Uh, and, and, and while they've been traveling, uh, I had this in my notes, I forgot to tell you last time because we were all searching for buried treasure, but um, I want to be like going through my my notes of uh, whatever I've uh, gleaned from like the the aura books that I read at Tiernan's place, mm-hmm. and any other sort of history that I have in trying to correlate because I feel Riff feels that like these these glyphs these things they have something to do with the aura fours. So I'm going to try to see if I can start to find like a correlation between the things or if there's like any of these glyphs in like the notes that I've taken and that sort of stuff from uh, Tierden's books and whatever. Okay. Do you want to give me an arcana check or investigation check? Sure. Uh, for kind of doing that kind of research on the road. Absolutely. Because I mean, you know, we're in that we're in that uh, thing where we're in the coach so much. Um, investigation plus two, uh, uh, 18. 18? Um, so yeah, taking a look at 
the notes you've written from the books that you read at Tiernan's for a bit and the stuff that you're finding out here in the wastes. Um, there's not a lot that correlates from Aura. Uh, the, the spellcraft used in Aura is much more mechanical. It's not as much as about putting runes on items, and it's more about placing gears and springs mm-hmm. a certain way so that it impacts the magic around it. Um, She's starting to form a hypothesis. Yeah. Um, but definitely uh, either more research at Tiernan's or the uh, library will offer more information on, on, on steps to try and kind of figure out where, where, what, what research you might need to take. Cool. Uh, she's, she's very excited. Scory spent some time re- researching or, you know, studying the same runes at the tower, but I, I don't recall if I got a tracing or anything, but um looking at these ones do i get any more context of what the ones on the tower were or vice versa like now that i'm seeing it in another setting am i getting more of a picture of what it says so yeah taking a look at these ones studying these closely you notice that that these ones are definitely different from the tower that you saw before um but you said same school or alphabet, alphabet or whatever. definitely using yeah the same same kind of uh, same kind of markings um but are related in some way also to divination like the that other one was right okay. um whatever spellcraft is going on is divination and you you've kind of seen that uh, similarly in um some of the sea the seer ruins the runes that you've had to cast so uh, so i would relate to the crew that anybody that wasn't already paying attention um it it seems that whatever school of magic was on that that tower where we met the scorpions uh seems to be the same school of magic that uh we see now before us it's fair to think that that's still by the mages even though yeah, it's made by the same location. hand i'm not so that, sure i understand that there are different schools of magic i just cast magic and it works well, that's that's nice. Um, um, so this is like in a sinkhole kind of location, and you mentioned that the 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 roots that come out they actually jut out from underneath the uh, tower. Do yeah. I get the impression that this tower like placed itself here or indented be, itself? It would in the be land? hard to tell just by by looking. How um, big okay. are the roots? Yeah. It's it's there's no obvious signs of that happening. The roots are probably oh an inch thick at the most. Oh, okay. Um, I was they're just they're just densely roots. densely packed is kind of the odd thing about them. Kind of like you see they're just like interwoven. Yeah. Just like a. Okay. It, it like looks like a place like of a, nourishment for them, and they're able they were able to grow here at one point, kind of thing. Something like that, yeah. Like like you, to, have you ever seen an overgrown pot, a uh, root bound pot? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Is what this kind of uh, time looks to like. replant? Yeah, uh, never seen that. I I want to take a sample of them if I could. I don't get plants. Yeah, um, yeah. You can definitely, you know, it's it's just dry, withered wood. It's easy to break off and cool. and take a look at. Are the um, the zigzag kind of lines up the side? Are they indicating? Perhaps there's something on the inside that is related to the outside markings or looking like a zigzag pattern goes along with the set stone. So the stones are set uh, off center of each other. And so they follow the line up that the stones make. Mm. 
Oh, like kind of like a regular like brick pattern kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Gentlemen. if there's something inside, you can't. I mean, there's it. It doesn't seem like there's a way to tell based off of the markings on the exterior. So guys, should uh, we just like go inside now, or what? yeah, I'm I'm ready yeah. to go with Wolf. If you all right, Mister Wolf, uh, if, if you please. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I open the door. The Again. doors. I open both of them. <laughs> Chuck's what at the are ready. Our party members doing. I'm gonna follow right behind Mister Wolf with my Chuck's at the ready. Just. But what about Gallandale? Yeah. Chain and, is uh, definitely with me. Crag. Yeah, Gallandale and Crag just kind of stick with uh, the cart at the moment. If they, okay. if you guys want to have them come in, I'll have uh, them, can... I'll have Crag stick with the cart. Yeah, I'll have Gallandale stick with the cart as well and be like, yeah. "Watch our six. They say, "Crag's like, no worries. We'll keep an eye out for those uh, ne'er do wells." Yeah, for those and, treasure barriers. Gallandale is just just looking across, kind of confused about this landscape, as if as he has been. If you want to set up my scarecrow, I mean, it might be helpful. <laughs> Where uh, I, no worry, really I'm, nice. I'm already getting it. And you see, he's like got the javelin, he's staked into the ground, and he's like, he's oh, setting up sure kind of in the wicker. shade, yeah. in the shade of the cart to offer like uh, a little hiding spot as he can keep an eye out on it. It's part of camp now. It's part of making camp. Yeah, Does it still it's have my clothes. The, uh, that's up to you. If you kept the clothes with it, what do you guys yes. think? Yes. Yeah, it does. It still has my clothes. Yeah, you've got you, kind of just your light skivvies, which works well in this hot heat. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I'm gonna, uh, you know, the t- a tunic, the, a long tunic, and some sort of rope. Well, I don't know. Uh, we call them short. We call them short clothes. Where I'm from, short clothes. That's a proper name, and it doesn't sound too scandalous. I'm going to cast alarm on uh, um, like wherever they end up putting the scarecrow or whatever. Uh, I'll cast alarm on that. And then, you know, kind of maybe towards um, if we p- kind of put it out towards, um, you know, past our cart, but like on that, you know, on the perimeter, also maybe, like, yeah, if it could cover like the door, maybe a little bit too, depending on where it's a 20 foot radius. So depending on where you're, I, I just want like the biggest, so if it's farther away, it's going to be more beneficial if I cast it out there because then I'll have more. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more time. Yeah, if I could cover the door, that would be really nice because then we know if anyone was coming in after us. Sure. Yeah, uh, yes, I'll I'll, guys, I'll tell you guys that, and then like I'll I'll do my Chuck magic. You kind of set it up where the the carriage is is off uh, kind of center from the door. More of a coach. Uh, the, the the scarecrows are on the path leading up here. And then the circle is just right in the center of all that. So if anything anything gets in the middle of this area in front of the door, the alarm will. You just will have to off. correct something, don't you? No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I thought the joke would be better received, but the joke was that I'm an asshole. And but yeah, no, got it, it never is, is Red. <laughs> <laughs> it's just never well received. <laughs> I'm I missed it completely. So, yeah, I was know. just being a fucking dick. It was <laughs> so stupid. Just go on. Um, but you guys More of enter. A well, we love that about you. It's, it's so below Arthur. me. It's not just me. It's Arthur. <laughs> yeah, you're always just like, you know, I'm a man of means, and like, this is not a carriage if I've ever seen one. <laughs> like, I know you're trying to diminish my wealth here, but this is a coach and not a carriage. Carriage takes pretty ladies to and from a ball. A coach delivers men of action to their destination. Oh, okay. Did you say uh, the ambassador, twice? the ambassador of the uh, Dragon Council, did give you a carriage. 
<laughs> well, we're fancy people. We're all right. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's, so, it's fancy. It's it's nice and comfy if you sit in the center, in the middle of it. We'll if you call get on it, top, it is uncomfortable. We'll call it a coach around Look, Arthur. Let's just say that this tower, times. this tower and the tussle there within is our version of a ball. God damn it. I follow okay, Mr. Wolf in. What go. does Mr. Wolf see? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, yeah, we, we go in. You open up the double oh, door, Mr. Wolf. You, you walk in. Um, and it's about 20 feet until you get to this large open chamber in the center. Um, what you see is these two... There's, there's an upper platform where there's like two sets of stairs that lead up there. There's this lower platform that has a door off to the right. And then in the center of this place is this cut down old withered trunk of a tree. Oh, shit. Um, you see some rubble to the right of the, or, or to the right door. There's a lot of kind of broken stone that's fallen there. Uh, also along the staircase off to the left. The upper platform rises up about 10 feet, has a, has a railing on it, has two doors at the far side away from you, and then one door off to the left. The other thing that catches your eye in this room is right in front of you, probably about 40 feet, 20 feet, somewhere around there, are two coaches. Coaches. <laughs> no, okay. there's two stone pedestals, oh. on the top of which is a glowing blue crystal. Ooh, is one and blue and one red? There's there's two blue ones here, and then nearby where the stairs are, there's two orange crystals oh. that are glowing as well. And I'm going to transfer you over to the roll twenty map. Okay, cool. Uh, to give you a better idea. If you see the entire map, let me know, because then it'll mean I've done something wrong. Uh, you should just see the main thing. And if you see any icon that's like a green guy's face, those are just my DM notes, and hopefully you shouldn't see those. I see a hexagon. Oh, wow, Perfect. that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that, sick. That looks great. With orange the... and blue. Yeah. Wow, it's it's even working. Damn. All right. Bad joke. I'm sorry. Yep. Did anybody um, catch the the what was it season two or season three reference of the blue and red orbs? The, season one with the purple f- footprints. That's season one. Is it season one? I did that. You did that. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Thanks. I remember it. Good job. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. Can I can I go over and investigate the uh, the the blue crystals? Yeah, you can go over and take a look. Um, they kind of float a few inches off of the pedestals. They are definitely magical, and riffle fall. Just have a, a small kind of hum to them as you kind of get close to them. I'm this... gonna I'm gonna grab one. You oh, grab one? Geez. Yeah, and just cool. look at it. I'm gonna go, oh, Mr. Perfect. Wolf. What do you think? Oh, okay, he's grabbing one. Where do you think it does? I don't know. Maybe don't. But maybe don't grab it. It might not. I don't know. Or grab it. Let's see what happens. Let me just get Wolf. It's your you grab the one on the left or the right? Uh, uh, does it matter which one does what? Well, I, I'm just wondering <laughs> where you went. Just wondering where you went. I mean, which one would make you feel good? Yeah, uh, both of them. If you could somehow get to both of them, that'd be great. <laughs> which one would I'll kill just, me? I'm just right there next to the left one, so I'll just I'll grab the the left one, and I okay. just kind of like grab and it and I look at it. It's kind of right behind the rest of you, staying back a bit. 
like a hot second. I just hot second. Okay. Let me go in my GM notes and I'll remember what these do. The map Grant just you just see like a devil's face when the map turns. Grant immortality. Is it? I think if they're crowding around the left one, Dude, I that, would probably that would be hilarious. I would probably walk up to the right one. Okay. It I, I wouldn't. Me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't grab it yet, though. Yeah. It imbues me with power. I become so powerful. I become the new big bad. Your <laughs> court, big bad. Uh, so you went over to that one. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you grab it, and there is kind of this flash of grayish blue energy that emanates from it and just fills the entire chamber and it's not dissimilar to the kind of hue your eyes took when you were seeing those spirits like where you're getting the sense of those and it fills this entire chamber and it goes off and fills past the walls and after it fills past the walls it just kind of dies down for a second you don't hear anything you don't see any movement and then you hear yelling and screaming from somewhere to the right put it down put it down put it down uh i put it back on the pedestal and i turn and it just kind of like a magnet almost just kind of repositions where it was and And you see it kind of glowing and it's just slowly getting dimmer and dimmer i turned back to the 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 how how bright it was before i turned everyone and i go whoops (laughs) <laughs> does the screaming stop uh after about six 12 more seconds you you hear um uh more screaming it quiets down you hear kind of a, a confident yell uh just like and then you hear metal clanging another scream 10 seconds or so pass Another 10 seconds. Another perhaps, yell from that place, from that perhaps, from that section. All right, we I'm going to go walk towards that door. That, that scream. Perhaps we should check out what's happening. Yeah, Riff is Riff is like, I'm going towards the door. He goes headed towards the door. Okay. Yeah, the right. yeah. whirring is yeah. definitely as, interesting. As you, get, as you get closer, you definitely notice that the sound, whatever the sounds are coming from, are from beyond that door. Um, and after... After about a minute, the sounds stop, and you see the glow from that crystal returns to its original uh, luminosity intensity. Do you guys care what I think happened? No, not at all. Yes, oh, thank you. you Scory, I am one hundred percent interested because this seems right up your alley. Yeah, a short <laughs> recap would be amazing. Yeah, go ahead. I wasn't on. gone or anything. Yeah, so we're all right here, but go ahead. I think. What we just did is tortured some prisoners. One of the prisoners realized that somebody out here triggered that and they're yelling to get our attention. Then a guard silenced that prisoner. All right. Well, does it look like we could enter that door? (coughs) Yeah, I think it's much more. The door's got a lot of uh, like kind of heavy stone that's fallen in front of it. Oh, the door seems okay, but it'll take a minute to at least clear that. It must tell Brune. It's definitely more magical than that. That's a rather mundane explanation. You think there are prisoners? How do you explain? In here? How do you explain the timing of all the screams that happened? 
you guys think I should pick up one of the orange ones and see what happens? That's exactly um, what I was just going to say. Let's go. I mean, Riff's going to well. walk over and pick up one of the orange ones. Yeah, I think in the name of science, we're fairy. If we're hitting someone, we should maybe not. Yeah, but but also in the name of science, well, we got to figure out what these things do. So Riff goes over and picks it up. Oh, right. shit. We're going to have to fight someone. Riff, you go over and you take a look at the, the orange glowing um, pedestal. And as you kind of get over there, you do see above on the second floor. Um, you notice that there is at least one body at the top of the, the stairs, kind of behind some of the railings. Oh. Looks like some dead soldier up there. But one he's dead. Or doesn't, no doubt. Looks like, yeah, I mean, they're not moving at all. And there's, uh, yeah. Guys, body. Uh, looks like their legs are gone. Well, don't grab that yet. Um, well, it's for science. But it could be the thing that killed him. But he's up there, and this is right here. Let's check this bottom door first. Uh, Riff's going to pick up the orange here. thing. Okay. All right. You pick up the orange thing, and an orange glow starts filling the chamber. The rest of you see that orange glow, and then Riff disappears. Ah, crap. All right. And the orange glow kind of gets a little bigger, and it encompasses Wolf, and Wolf disappears. And it's coming move. at you fast. And, yeah, I back and, up. I back yeah, up. Move away. Give me Our a dexterity shit. saving throw to try and make it to the door. Hey, from, Alex, from can I? You are. Can I put it down? <laughs> it, yeah, as, as you as you kind of let go of it, it magically, it magnetically goes back to its space. It is now brighter uh-huh. and slowly dimming, similar to the other one. Do I need to make a dexterity saving throw? If you if you're trying to trying to escape through the door uh, yeah. away from this blast, I, I will give you a reaction to do so. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Do, do we 13. reappear? I'll I'll get to what you guys see next. Thirteen for Arthur. Thirteen for Arthur. What's that, Scory? A one. A one. Uh, Scory makes a mad dash away from this thing <laughs> and trips and falls right in front of uh, Arthur and Ball, and you kind of trip over him. And his pants and, fall down. Yeah, as as you all kind of are laying on the floor <laughs> there, this orange passes over you. Son of a And bitch. you are all in a space devoid of color. And this is everyone. Oh, well, hey, ain't that great there, Mr. Tilbrun? And you Sorry. hear, while you're in this space, you notice in this area, there's the kind of an odd cage that is around where that tree stump was, uh-huh. that cut-off tree stump. Okay. There's an odd kind of viscous silver goo that just pours out of it. There is... Like a T-1000. Any other changes? You also notice that all of the doors are gone. Oh, well, hey, how about that, Miss Tilbrun? Now, we, because you tripped on all of us here, we get a look at a... Guys, I, I the, did it! Yeah, let's you not blame this on me. Riff. All right, there's uh, no certainty that we ain't dead now. After about... 12 seconds of gathering your bearings you hear these large thudding shuffling noises and you see the door to the right where there was something it. over there I blast it you're, yeah you're preparing to blast and and you see just kind of these odd brown and gray dead vines just kind of erupting from there and they form on top of the rubble as this mass. Oh, it's a shambling mound. Put this on the token layer. And you see this huge thing come out made of stumps and mushrooms and limbs 
and armor, and it has just this conglomeration of things. And it looks disgusting and with intent towards all of you. Uh, Arthur, I will give you a blast uh, if you want to go ahead and take it. After that, let's roll initiative. All right, I'm blasting. Uh, I guess that's a 15. 15. I'm doing an Eldritch Blast, yeah. And you said, Alex, there's a cage around where that stump is? Uh, a cage that appears the the right-hand side of it has been broken. Hmm, okay. 15 is going to miss. So basically, like, part of the fence is missing, essentially? That's what it looks like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, where, where this, this stump was, at least in this space that you're in, there was some sort of cage around that. Part of it escaped. 15 misses, everybody. So, going around, uh, Scory, what's your initiative? Uh, 14. 14. Uh, wolf. Uh, 16. 16. Riff. Four. Four. <laughs> I mean, you were the one that touched it. You, you, you had to spend your... My your bad, guys. Back in there. Damn uh, it. Uh, Arthur. 15. 15. And Ball. Oh, 21. 21. Oh, okay. Mr. Ball. Let me go ahead and put... Oh, let's see what yeah, this thing no, is going to do. They're all big balls. Much ball. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Hey, you go, you go, uh, this thing got uh, lower than you. Wow. Great. But uh, did he get lower than me? That's, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it, it got a, a four minus one. Oh, yeah. oh no shit. Yeah. Light uh, it up, gents. Well, <sighs> and lady. Looks like Riff is ready to rock and roll. Let's show them how the old uh, wolf balls do. <laughs> uh, the old Bobo Blast, if uh, if I must, Mr. Zephyrus. Give them the old Bobo Blast there, Raphael. <laughs> Dude, fucking Wolf's got to use his chain against this thing. His, his Warforged. Give him the old Goliath Enema, if you will. Cool. I love seeing on my character sheet Chuck's one and Chuck's two. Like that makes me laugh so much. <laughs> Some Doctor Seuss shit right there. Like an old there, an old there fellow Chucker there. One Chuck, two Chuck. Oh man, yeah, I got those. Yeah. I got those last Ronin comics, the TMNT ones. Ooh. They're sick. All right. So starting initiative ball, you are up. You're kind of you're on the ground over here. You see this twisting mass of of dead roots just burst out of uh, the door and it's kind of like forming along with it as more of its mass comes out here. Uh, it it uh, took a blast of Eldritch uh, damage but just sloughed it off. Do I get the impression that this uh, like root is alive as well? The It very much looks like it's alive. It's, it's trying to like... I'm sorry. Do you mean the tree in the middle or the enemy? In the middle, yeah. Uh, the the in the middle is is just the the cut off the same thing that you saw before is the uh, cut off uh, trunk of a tree. Its so roots like, kind of going into the stone. Like There's some silvery ooze coming off of it, and you see kind of odd spectral mushrooms kind of grow near the edges of it. Oh, that thing is very interesting to me. But Let's get high, Mr. Ball. 
uh, definitely <laughs> seems uh, as much more of a threat. So uh, let's go ahead and get within uh, 30 feet if we can. Uh, so yeah, you can spend half your movement to stand up. And then you are one, two, three, four, five, uh, about 45 feet away from it at the moment. Okay, 45 feet, so I still got 15 feet, so I can still get within Thorn Whip. So yeah, stand up 15 feet, then 30 feet for Thorn Whip, and I'll pull it in my direction and also towards Mr. Wolf's direction. Except it's a large creature, isn't it? Uh, it is a large, it's a huge uh, creature. Oh boy. So Holy I can't. No, hell, that thing l- is l- let me make sure I can't pull it. Okay. Yeah, this thing is pretty big. It's taking up a large footprint. So, so your token assist. is accurate. It's it's four squares. Yeah. Okay. Oh shit! If the creature is large or small, you pull it. So, it is huge. You said it is so it's huge. Not large. Okay, yeah. so it's not going to pull it. I mean, technically, the rules would have it be this big. Um, but more, it's it's kind of a amorphous, changing form is what grants it its huge size. The average but, is yeah. four squares. But I hey guys, maybe we cannot. should have fought those guys earlier instead. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have gone. Yeah, but levels. change your heart. <laughs> yeah, we could have grinded up some levels out there on the way so yeah. come back to level twenty, right? You kill enough level one boars. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I cannot. Uh, pull it, which I really want to do, and I don't Can do we help? much damage by doing the thorn whip. So oh I think what I am going to do is enlarge myself, so I am uh, a yeah. little bit bigger target. Can All you right. can you reduce it? Oh, I could reduce it. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Yo, Dale Zephyrus, ain't know nothing about that magic there, but I'm gonna enlarge myself though because I like being big. It feels All good. Right. So yeah, you kind of you kind of size this thing up, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna size myself up. As you you just grow, and like you know, when you when you enlarge, instead of just getting bigger and musclier, you see kind of like Iron Man, like your your plates kind of kind (laughs) of come out, and then new plates come out and fill that it's that space, uh, and and just go. Yeah, you go full like Hulkbuster armor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you take a few steps forward, and each step you just grow larger That's and cool. larger. Uh, where do you want to have chain? Uh, chain has a movement speed of 40. 10, 15, 20, 30, 35, 40. Let's move him up there next to Wolf. Uh, and they can kind of, uh, yeah, right there. Perfect. Yep. Uh, can I create a unified front there? And that will be the end of my turn. All right, Wolf, you are up next. This so thing is, is just shambling towards you. Oh, okay, shamble yeah. Now. Shamble away, big boy. Um, Go ahead, I am going to... Uh, uh, I'm going to rage, and then I'm going to uh, take a negative five and uh, reckless attack. Hit his and I'm going to... Get gonna, that panger. Oh, get, get right up on him. Here Tap comes it. the banger! Um... And a little tear drops from my eye. <laughs> oh. A little bit of tear with just a little oh. bit of blood in it. The tragic yeah. hero. I'm going to attack with my great axe. Uh, and that's going to be a, a 22 to hit. 22, is that's going to hit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fuck him up, Wolf. All right. <clears throat> nice. Him. Show him what St. Patrick's Day is all about. <laughs> 
uh, okay. <laughs> Pinch him. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he's green. <laughs> Real hard. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be... Oh, shit. And then my Divine Fury. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be, um, uh, 20 slashing, and then, um, uh, 6, um, whatever the Divine Fury damage. So 26 damage in total. 26 damage. Perfect. Uh, and then I'm going to do my, uh, extra attack. And the weapon that you're using for the, um... It's, it's my Great Axe. Your Great Axe, okay. Uh, you do notice that this is a bit resistant to non-magical weapons. Uh, well, I don't have my old bobo there. anything else. So, uh, okay, and, and here we go again. We're gonna Hit do him with this. magic. I don't have magic. Shillelagh. I don't have magic. I don't. I don't have any spells. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, and that is going to be a non-natural twenty. That's gonna hit. Uh, In the spirit of the Irish, Shillelagh. Uh, and that is going to be a um, uh, a. Why am I having a hard time with this? Not this time. I can add it for you. <laughs> nineteen. Sorry, nineteen damage. Nineteen so, damage. Okay. Twenty-six and nineteen damage. Dang. Very good. Wow. Yeah, but it's resistant to it, so it is resistant. Son of a bitch! So yeah, you're kind of you're kind of cutting into it, and as you do, you see some of the attacks just kind of pass through parts of it, and it's it's kind of phases out of existence. But then you kind of cut through, and you do grab chunks of it and and cause it to to you know you cut cut big old chunks of this thing off as you're attacking. Um, would my uh, divine fury damage be full damage though? That di- that damage is full. Oh, okay, so the the radiant damage it took full. Nice. That's right. Radiant. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Arthur, you are up next. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, first things first there. We have to go here and grab that old uh, measuring tool. Oh, I'm so sorry there, Mr. Big Old Tender Creature. You're going to get your ass there hexed. <laughs> Why do you sound like a southern black man now? <laughs> so, so slowly changing. Yeah, well, on this spirit there, saying old there, Patrick. I'm gonna go ahead and hex that old son bitch. <laughs> He's slowly turning He's into hexed. yeah a southern bluesman. <laughs> yeah, right there. Now I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and move <laughs> there far away. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. You go ahead. Just move me straight on that back there, thirty feet. Well, I'm sorry. Hang on. Before I do that, is the wall? Can I can I shoot over the wall? Is the wall tall? The the fence here is gonna block your. It's gonna give it some Ooh, cover for sure. Can you go ahead and like move me then like down here. Yeah, you'll get you'll get partial cover from the rubble over Son there. Of a bitch. You'd want to get really close to it, so it'll have a plus two to its AC. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and blast this old there Bobo with my old there Eldritch Blast. Then. All right. I'm gonna roll Zephyrus or excuse me Arthur's dice, even though his dice has sucked major clams all day. <laughs> but not today. <laughs> not today. That is a 24. That's going to hit. Oh, Heck yeah. Bank cord. Time to find the old uh, D10s. Ow. Uh, that is... Uh, sorry, that's 19, 20... 
force damage. 23 force. 23 force. I rolled a 9 and a 10 for damage. A 9 and a 10? Did you attack? Did you give me two hit rolls? No, but I get two Bobo Blasts. Each one you have to attack with. I do? Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what that's what makes Eldritch Blast a little oh, different. Okay. Is you can hit multiple things. Um, sorry. I no, no, no magic missile. So let's go ahead and. Um, so if you if if this one hits, then we'll then the damage stays as okay. as normal. Otherwise, we'll we'll pull off one of the d10s. Okay, I'm gonna roll Zephyrus's dice again. <laughs> um, that is a 17. 17 is just gonna miss with Mother the cover. Of- the the rubble you see you yeah. just blast one of the rocks. Um, Go ahead and just take that take that nine and we'll we'll call it even for my transgression. Okay, so how how much would be the total then? Eleven force. Eleven. Okay, and it does take the full on the force. Uh, my bad. I you know I was looking at that and I was like, oh, it says two attacks. <laughs> I was like, sweet, I just get two beams. Like firebolt will do that, increase the damage dice, but eldritch blast you can do uh, some funky stuff with it. That's fun because um, you can you can target multiple creatures. Multiple creatures. If you do a bonus on it, that that bonus, you know, continues on. It is the best cantrip, um, a damage attack cantrip besides firebolt. Totally undead. It's baby. better than firebolt. Fuck firebolt, dude. Honestly, <laughs> <isn't stuck. laughs> totally undead. Okay. Can we all get on That's the same page? <laughs> um, anyways, uh, and you like where you're you're sitting? You you move there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'd say as long as I'm far away. Yeah. All good. right. Scory, you are up next. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. Uh, I was having a, a mid battle oh, snack. Hey, if I'm you so open sorry. up the turn order, you will know when uh, your turn is coming up. It'll, it should be. All I see is the creature. Yeah. Right now, it's wait. only the creature. Hey, keep it. I, I mean, stay focused on the creature. Wait, what? I mean, the turn what? order, it only has the creature. Yeah. The turn it. order doesn't display any of us, it only displays your creature. What? That's weird. Huh. And I think Rhett... Oh, no. There he is. Am I back? <laughs> I'm so sorry to interrupt everybody. Five necrotic damage from the hex. Oh, five necrotic. Okay. So sorry. I rolled it just now. I won't forget again. Five ne- me, me, me. Do you want to figure out the turn order uh, thing or just call no, it No, no. It, it, it'll be fine. Uh, you do notice that it takes less damage from the necrotic. Can oh, I, son of a bitch. Can I ask a question of the DM? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Feywild, if they were to attack, would they be considered magical weapons? What? What? So if, if Feywild I, I, attacked, if like elves came in and attacked? So, so what I mean is if I conjure an animal that is a Fey from mm-hmm. the Fey realm, and attacked would that be considered a magical it would depend on the creature uh, the creature's stat would would say that its attacks would do damage as if it were magical so the stat block itself on the creature would do that oh so probably not probably not most most creatures are not going to do that okay uh, well in that case i've got a very specific one that i'm going to summon okay. uh i've got a range of 60 feet on this thing so i'm going to get it pretty close i don't want it uh, let's see here I want it right about here. So it has time to pounce. But because it takes my action, uh, I, I won't be able to use it now, I don't think, right? I'm still not sure what you're doing. So so I want to summon an animal <laughs> using 
That sounds Con- about conjure you. animals. Conjure animals. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that takes my action. <laughs> do they then join the turn order, or do it'll they... it'll say that on the spell? It'll say where where their their actions end up lying on the spell. Um, it's oh, just going to so be like conjure at the end of your turn. Conjure animals. Oh, I roll initiatives uh, for them. Okay. Cool. Okay. So so anyway, I am conjuring a giant constrictor snake. Hmm. Lord Voldemort. I can do this. Of course you are. There's a snake. And it's giant, so it'll be like that. Oh, my. Oh, goodness. There's a big old snake over there. All and right. what's, what's it? It's, it's initiative. Uh, how do you calculate that? You uh, roll just it plus... uh, yeah, D20 plus the dex modifier. Okay, so it's 10 plus 2, so 12. Perfect. Don't have to mess around too much. Yeah, and I'm going to stay put. So that's pretty much my action. You guys want some snake facts while we're here? (laughs) Nope, it's actually the snake's (laughs) turn. Nope, we don't. All right. Definitely Uh, do not. What is the the snake going to do? The snake is going to try to constrict this creature. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Uh, Let's see here. It's a melee weapon attack for this creature. And it probably does not hit. Damn it. Um, 11. 11's going to miss. Yeah. As it tries to constrict onto it, you see where it grabs. It just kind of moves that section of itself apart, and, and the, the snake is grabbing nothing. Okay. Um, but it is there. It is combating. It is, it is putting up a fight. And I see it in the turn order box. Hey, there we go. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't the other, I didn't add you guys to the turn order, so that might be why it was. This was carried over from before, so maybe oh. that's what I'll do in the future. Yeah. Um, oh. But no worries, dog. Going ahead, Rifurian, <laughs> you are up next. All right, yeah. Um, engaging Shadow Chucks and uh, and gonna like. I want to diagonally. Uh, I don't want to like run straight forward. You know, like the two blocks. I want to kind of like go two or three blocks and I end up sort of like in front of those stairs basically. Kind of over here. Yeah, perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you've got a pretty clear line of sight there. Right. And then I will uh and then I'm gonna, you know, chuck my shadow chucks at him. All right. Give me an attack. Damn it. Uh twenty five. Twenty five hits? Perfect. So, I was doing this wrong last time. I forgot that it's 2d8 instead of 6. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, that's... Oh, perfect. Um, now, would I still add my, my plus as far as, like, like I have a plus 3 to piercing? Would I still add that, or is it just the 2d8 across? Um, It should say on the spell itself whether you add anything. I don't think that you do... No, it it just says it deals 2d8 psychic damage. I just didn't know if I was still adding like the plus 3 to my chucks. No, huh? I think okay. yeah, the the shadow that that just takes over the the damage uh Okay, great. For it. Uh so it's 13 points of psychic damage on shadow chucks. 13 points. Blow up its bobo. I don't know if it uh, has Yeah, you a bobo. you see you, you see the the shadow uh, chucks kind of stick into it and you see part of it just kind of like bubble up and pop on the other side of it as this psychic damage inhabits it and uh you oh, know gross. goes to destroy it. 
Um, Sick. You got anything else? You got your bonus action, your action. Do you have well, my bonus action yet? was to my bonus action was to engage the shadow jugs. Right. Um, and do so, you just have one attack or two attacks? Uh, be, so uh, normally, I would have two attacks, but the bonus action takes away because of my okay. dual weapon uh, weapon yielding or whatever gotcha. wielding. And you like it there? Okay. And it is this thing's turn. As it kind of steadies itself, it, it plunges some like vines and stuff into the ground to hold itself uh, forward. It has a snake and a wolf in front of it, and it is going to make two attacks against each wolf. Uh, Nineteen versus AC. Uh, yes, you hit. Are you saying a total of four attacks, two against each? No. Okay, good. Uh, 13. And that's going to be 19 damage. As as it slams the vines like into you, kind of crushing you against the the floor before you can get back up. Is it uh, piercing, slashing, bludgeoning? Uh, Bludgeoning. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. So not non magical attacks. Um. So yeah. You, yeah. You gain resistance to them. Uh. The cool. snake is going to be fourteen versus AC. Hit. Hit. Yeah. That's a big old snake, though. And that's going to take ten damage. Okay. Uh. Same. Uh. Bludgeoning damage. And you see, it is going to try and move up on top of this. Uh. Wolf, you'll get an opportunity attack from. from oh that. shit. Sick. It just right. like weirdly like limb spindles like all up under the top or whatever. Yeah, it's just spider climbing with the different like it, uh, branches and stuff up. on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two. That hits. Nice. Sweet. Uh, and that is going to be uh, um, seven damage. Seven damage. Again, yeah, it seems like it's not doing quite as much as you were hoping it would. Uh, it's it sticks there, and you just see it kind of just sinking low into the into the floor there. Um, you hear like kind of the the clang of metal up top. Um, after that, it is going to be Ball's turn. All right, with my increased size, uh, <laughs> would you say that uh, my grasping strike would now pull a? huge creature opposed to a large creature since i, I am I now large i don't know if you've uh enlarged your spell i think you've only enlarged your form well my spells would be spell. part of the things that i do <laughs> specifically so in turn, it says that what it gives you is a d4 to damage rolls on 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 things but so maybe but, you want to add a d4 to that damage i'll let you but 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 the civil he so debate. casually takes a drink <laughs> Yeah. Not DM. I am a large creature now. And normally I would be able to pull large creatures. So I would be able to pull one larger than myself. You would think with that spell. You would you would think. Well, actually. Okay. Well uh, Milo, where you fucked up is you didn't do it the Caleb way. Now, DM, hear me out. (laughs) I didn't do the hear me out part. (laughs) That's that's where I fucked up. Um so there's there's a king of vines in this room and it's not it's not ball. It's this, oh. it's this mess of it's this mess of plant matter. Oh snap, son. Laying <laughs> it down. Um do I feel like I could get onto that upper level without taking the stairs at all? 
Um, so it's about ten feet up to the, the level, and then it's got about a four foot railing. Um, so with the with the movement, you you should be able to climb it pretty easily. So I could probably get behind it. Five, ten. No, I couldn't even get behind it. No, this isn't going to work. Damn. Um, hmm. And I can't do anything else that has concentration because I already burned a second level spell to make myself bigger. Is there a sacrifice another player could make that you would allow them to bestow a spell onto another player in the group? <laughs> you want to do some, like, blood magic? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you can do yeah. It sacrifice some stuff to the old gods, and you can summon just about anything. Well, I just, I like, uh, if, if I wanted him to take my Misty Step, is there a sacrifice good enough that you could? <laughs> no, really. no, I think no. you can't just like bequeath yeah. abilities onto uh, other characters. I think Man. with the right DM at the right time, you might be able to. I just, I just don't want to run into a similar situation. Like I was running up the freaking stairs of the tree and then had to jump down and then. Yeah, that was. A I tough got the one. same situation here where I got to go up the stairs to get to the thing, or not. I think my only reasonable action is to try and thorn whip in, even though it does garbage damage. Uh, one second. I might be able to use my dagger because it has lightning lure. That does 2d8 instead of 2d6. So, yeah, I'm going to pull out my dagger. All right. And we're going to cast lightning lure. All right. It has to succeed on a strength saving throw. Oh. It's pretty good at strength saving throws. Let's see. Probably. Uh, 21. Yeah, okay. It's totally fine. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you 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 cause the lightning to, to kind of chain from uh, against the wall, and it enters into this thing and just gets dispersed into the ground around it. You see, it just kind of absorbs the hit, and, and nothing happens. So I'm just going to go ahead and move there between Riff and Chain. Yeah, sure. No, a little bit back. Maybe it'll come down from its... No, a little bit back for more. So, like, back here. Yeah, there we go. And... But you want to be close to it. <laughs> well, it needs to come down from the rafter thing, and I don't want to have to go back up there and then go back down gotcha, again. Gotcha. <laughs> So, yeah, that's kind of like what uh, we did, like when when Zephyrus died, when we were in that building. In yeah, the it's the room. exact yeah. same situation and... where I can go upstairs or, and then have to go back downstairs again, and it's just going to be annoying. Uh, Chain is going to go ahead and back up next to me, like right there. Okay. And that'll be my turn. Yeah, take a nice little dis- defensive pose there. Uh, Wolf, you're up next. This thing has kind of climbed up to the uh, uh, platform above you. There's a giant snake that's fighting with you. He seems cool. How high up is he? 
Uh, so the platform goes up about 10 feet and then another 3 feet of uh, this kind of uh, stone railing. Uh, can I use my full movement to get up there? Uh, give me an athletics check. Okay. Uh, yeah. You should have advantage since you're raging. Well, that didn't help much. Um, that's going to be a 14. <laughs> 14? Yeah. Uh, other part and then climb over the the railing and get right there with your full movement okay uh yeah i'll take the i'll do the reckless attack and then uh i'll take a negative five here we go hey uh oh not natural 20 oh um sexy results and that is gonna be Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's going to be a 22 uh, slashing damage. Holy shit. And then uh, uh, 8 radiant damage. So yeah, you slash into it and it just kind of opens up easily. But the radiant damage that just kind of is licking your, your axe burns into it. And you see these dead chunks of it kind of fall off as you do that. Wow. Nice. And I'll make my extra attack. Uh, hey, it's pretty good. It's going to be a 21. Uh, okay, so I'm going to roll my damage. Uh, it's going to be... God, this is going to be fucking terrible. It's 8 slashing damage. 8 slashing damage. Wait, no, sorry. 18 slashing damage. Oh, that's more. <laughs> I took a negative 5. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Hey, sorry. Okay, so yeah, you cut into it. You chunk, just chunks of it kind of fluff off, fluff off as as you are as you're cutting uh, past this thing. Sick, uh, Arthur, you are up next. This thing's kind of climbed up on the corner of this platform. Um, and Wolf, I would say as you get up to this second level, you notice there's probably about a dozen dismembered corpses on the top of this level, all <laughs> in different Usama soldier garb. Oh no! Yeah, exactly. um, yeah. Your your rage gets you know a little stronger because of it. Can I can I see this dude over those railings or whatever? Yep, yep. You can definitely see it over the railings. It will have partial cover uh, being up there. Like a plus two to AC. Plus or two to its again. AC. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think I'm going to just do the same thing again. I think we got similar. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Eldrick Blast is... is yeah. It's really far. 100, 120 feet. You're going to hit wherever you want. It's really f- Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess I'm going to go ahead and blast this Bobo with both blasts. Okay. Uh, a dual... Bobo Blast, if you will. A DBB. A DBB. Oh. There's no way. Double um, crit fail. Two crit fails. Yeah, Snake Eyes. <laughs> no, but it's fucking close. Uh, okay, one is a six. That's not going to miss. That's not going to hit. And the other is a seven. That's not going to hit. 
the, you just you just blast into the kind of railing that's up there. Um, and but it looks and, like I'm really powerful, though, right? Oh yeah, the, you, you the bits of stone fly off. Uh, if it would have hit him, boy, the imagery is great. And I look at him. I'm like, there's more where that came from. I'm like, <laughs> well, I know how to. Damn it! I can't think of anything. Yeah, I'm You try. You're on on the thing, and you're just. You just defeated there. Uh, Scory, you are up next. You see the battle taking place up on that platform. Doing that. What are you doing? You got, uh, and then your snake will go right after you. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I am too far away. So uh, I'd like to use my movement to get close enough. Um, that's twenty there. That's twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was wrong with my measuring tool? What do you mean? Uh, your measuring tool is full of shit. It's twenty oh, feet. Jeez. I mean, you've got more movement. Yeah, but just if you're here, you know. Um, can I move adjacent to my snake? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thirty movement gets you right there. Yeah, that, right uh, that's what I'll do. Right below the platform. Yeah, and before I get too crazy, I think what I'm going to try to do is a good old fashioned uh, poison spray. Okay. I said old fashioned. Okay. Uh, this is so classic. Yeah, like the cocktail. Old school scory. Um, so remember when that con. worked on the Warforged? Thirteen con. Four? Uh, that's going to be 15 constitution saving throw. Okay. This is so, a, it's a meaty thing. It's got yeah, a fairly high constitution. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, so it's going to take half. Is it? I don't know. I thought so. It's a, I think poison, poison spray is just a cantrip, and it shouldn't take half on if it's just a cantrip. Constitution saving Sorry, throw. Bro. Ah, snap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, no, it's when okay. you when you have like, like a when you're using a leveled spell that's usually going to have damage on a miss. That's fine. That's okay. Um so then from there what I would like to do is I'd like to try to flank uh with with a bonus action of wait, do I have it as a bonus? I don't I know if you have you any do. movement left. Uh I'm thinking a misty step. Yeah, bonus action. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could... So I'm going to take uh, Misty Step and try to flank up up there, up there. So yeah, yeah. what you can do is you kind of pick a, a space just above where you want to land because you can't see the floor, and you kind of just appear hope for the best, it, yeah, and then fall down, and you kind of fall on top of uh, underneath. You body. see one of these dead soldiers. Like, oh geez, it's it's legs. <clears throat> you don't see the rest of it. It's just its legs. Okay. Um, oh, but you, you are him. now kind of flanking it with, with Wolf and the, the constrictor. Good. Um, and that's the end of Scory's turn. All right. And what does the snake do? It's going to try to climb up and constrict again. Yeah. I would say with, with as big as it is, it can, it can, I should mention it, it it's, from there. it's called a giant constrictor, but it's categorized as a huge beast. Oh yeah, then, so if then that it matters, can, it can attack from there. Okay, so yeah, uh, it's gonna try to constrict. 
And let's maybe get one good roll tonight. How about that? No, probably not happening because you said that. A one. Nice. You're welcome. That's um, karma. No, so, that was you. Yeah. No. Maybe I was a, a little a little uh, quick with with its ability to climb the wall as it trying like gets up the wall. You see, it just kind of slides off to the side, and as it kind of tries to climb up more to go after it, it just slides off again. It just can't find purchase on this smooth stone. We're going to go ahead and leave it right there and uh, pick up next time. Thank you guys for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. I've been Alex. With me has been Dash as Mr. Wolf. Bentley Michaels is Referee in Night Meadow. Brad is Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb is a really frustrated, frustrated storyteller. And Milo is bald. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. <laughs> oh, okay. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.